This is episode 240 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Reed Bryce. Plus, technocrat Dr. Josh Mishtemara stops by. All of this and human assets only on Bleak and Review. Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Bleak and Review podcast. I am Kevin Anderson, your host, and I am currently full of beef and a little sleepy, so we'll see what happens in this intro. I just made some tenderloin with some cheesy mashed potatoes and brown butter vegetables for two, and I ate both, both portions, because HelloFresh does not have a lonely boy option. They just have, <laughs> you could do two, you could do four, you could do more than that, but they're not ever going to give you stuff for one, because they just assume that if you're by yourself, why would you cook? Why would you cook if you're not sharing it with somebody? You should get some friends, have them come over, so you can cook them HelloFresh. Should be their tagline. If they wanted to uh, be a sponsor of this podcast, I might be able to do some fucking ad man shit. I can Don Draper the fuck out of this. I could, I could, I could market it, but I won't because they won't come. That's the thing about HelloFresh. They're always edging. They won't come. This is going to be a bad intro. Um, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing fine. I've been the, the, the cooking actual stuff with fresh ingredients is kind of a new addition to my my wheelhouse i didn't really do a lot of that as a single man for a long time up until a few months ago and then on a whim i believe i was gifted a subscription to HelloFresh. again not a sponsor just going to keep name dropping them because you know they deserve it was gifted this subscription and it made me realize that i do like cooking it's kind of fun I'm becoming a bit of a nerd about it in the sense that I have to have opinions about stuff now. I'm like, ooh, I care about olive oils and and spices now, like different types, different seasonings. Ooh, like this is like Pokemon cards. Hell yeah. Like <laughs> I have to turn everything into a video game. That's how I make it all entertaining for me. But yeah, I, I guess I thought I was like bad at cooking or I didn't like cooking for a long time until I realized that the thing I hate is shopping. HelloFresh, they just send it right to your door. And again, they're not sponsoring this. I'm going to just keep saying that. When you send it right to my door, all the stuff that I need, and I could like, you know, take some liberties, but mostly follow instructions. Like it's Legos. Or Lego, apparently. The plural of Lego is Lego. Because who could care? But that was something that was pointed out to me on Twitter a few months ago. And so now I remember yeah, the thing I don't like about uh, cooking is the shopping. Because you know why? And it's not even that I don't know how to shop well. I'm pretty good about shopping when I have to go. I just don't like dealing with people. That inevitable moment when you're in the, the checkout aisle behind somebody who's ordering like 700 bottles of water and like a bunch of individually wrapped, like just tiny, a bulk bulk purchasing of tiny individually wrapped things. And you're like, oh, maybe I'll go over to this lane and this will be faster. And you're like, oh, no, this is a guy doing like Instacart or whatever. And he's buying five different families their entire week's worth of groceries. And he has to scan his phone every time he completes an order at checkout. And then you just think about robbing the place. You're like, what if I just go to the self-checkout aisle and I just keep, just keep walking? Who's actually going to stop me? Has anyone tried that? I feel like they have a system in place to stop it. But I also feel like you could get away with it if you're 
calm, cool, and collected. Back when I used to steal, um, <laughs> back when I was a thief, uh, I, I took the, I believe it was uh, from an old Gary Goldman joke, but the, the idea of anything that you can confidently put on the bottom rung of your shopping cart and not break eye contact as you walk through checkout and purchase all the things from the top of your cart, that's all free. Did you know that? You could do that. It's actually part of the rules. They encourage you to do it. That's why they pay people so little. No, I don't think you should steal if there's a direct victim. But, you know, rob a Walmart. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah, I just don't I just don't like being around people that are, like, trying to get their shit together while I'm trying to get my shit together because everyone gets their shit together in different ways. A few years ago, I remember being at the airport, and I showed up super late for my flight. It was, like, 9 a.m., and I had gotten wasted the night before because I'm a fucking idiot. And... I was like really cutting it close to when my flight was going to leave. And I'm standing in the security line just like, ah, oh, shit. Well, I didn't do this right. And there was somebody who was even later and drunker and stupider than me there who was like begging people to let him cut in the security line because his flight was being called at that moment. And I'm like, see, that's the problem. That's the problem. There's always somebody who's worse at life than you and they're going to be around to fuck up your day. I sincerely believe that anyone who's not ordering for like a family of eight in a drive-thru, which first of all, like, good Lord, what are you doing? But I mean, just having a family of eight, not like, why are you going to get fast food? I understand that. That's the easiest way to do it. But don't have, don't have six kids and a partner. That's fucking crazy. Have you seen the economy? Have you seen America? We're running out of space. Everything's bad. Don't have eight kids. Like that's fucking stupid. (laughs) That's the closest I get to fascism is when I just be like, no, some people should not not that not some people shouldn't breed, but no one, there should be a cap, right? You can't just have as many kids as you want. That's fucking crazy and unsustainable. Yeah, uh, going back to the fast food thing, I think that anybody who's not doing that stupid thing of having a giant family and takes longer than like five minutes, and that's already pushing it, but like longer than five minutes to order in a drive through. You have no business being in a drive-thru. Drive-thrus are for, I know exactly what I'm getting from this place. It's my shame moment. I just want to put the grease and cheese in me and get the coffee or whatever I need to do. You got to be locked and loaded going through that, that fucking thing. And if you're sitting there like hemming and hawing, looking at the menu like it's an actual restaurant, you failed. This is not what fast food is. <laughs> you're psychotic, actually. That's what serial killers do. Oh, and by the way, if you uh, ever utter the words that I heard somebody say in a, I don't know, Central California McDonald's drive-thru a few weeks ago when I was stopping up by on my way to Sacramento. If you ever utter the words I heard somebody say, uh, check your attitude to the person working in a Central California McDonald's right off the highway. If you ever say that to somebody, actually kill yourself. Um, (laughs) I'm so sick. I'm so sick of, and I don't I'm say so sick like this comes up a lot. And the spheres that I keep, the circle of friends and, and relations that I keep, this doesn't come up a lot because I only like good people. But like, I'm sick of the idea that like, well, I had a hard day, so no one should judge me for taking it out on other people who didn't do anything to deserve it. Like, yeah, we all have hard days. You know what doesn't help your hard day is making someone else's day worse. You know, what makes it feel a little better is when you like are really nice to somebody and like smile at them and and treat them with respect just as a human that's occupying the same space as you on the planet. 
that actually makes you feel better than, you know, bitching about how your fucking $3 bean and cheese fuck pile from Taco Bell wasn't cooked to your standards and you didn't like the attitude that the person who has to deal with a thousand of you a day has to go through. That's the problem with American individualism. And there's a lot of problems with it. <laughs> and we can't really get, we're almost at the 10 minute mark. So we can't really get into all the problems with American individualism, whether it be QAnon or anti-vaxxers or, you know, libertarians. But the idea that you're the most important thing in your day to day, and that if you have been wronged or perceived as having been wronged, then that's the world's problem because obviously the world owes you a good day, but it doesn't. The world is indifferent. Capitalism is a nightmare. This is Bleak and Review. What's up, everybody? Oh, look at that. We got through an intro and I didn't have to talk about how cops should die once. <laughs> Very excited for this episode. I think you're going to enjoy it too. Coming up here after the break, we've got a first timer on the show. First time alert. Very funny comedian from the Library Hours podcast. Reed Bryce is joining me for the first time on the show. We have a nice chat. It's very animated, very intense, very fun, because we both have uh, crazy manic energy, and we feed off each other well, I think. And you may know Reed from other Unpops shows, but now you're knowing Reed from this show. So enjoy that. And then a little later in the episode, we're going to be talking about assets, with a technocrat, Dr. Josh Mishmera, which, you know, spelling and pronunciation question mark, but that's how it was pitched to me. And that's, a, that's fun, too. We learn a lot about the future of currencies. Uh, we get more depth on the concept that, like, everybody keeps talking about these days is NFTs, non-fungible... Wait, what is it? Non-fungible tacos? Is that what it is? <laughs> I told you I'm full of beef and I'm tired and I don't want to remember. But it's one of those. It's it's this it's crypto. It's it's pictures of J Lo's ass. I don't know. It's a weird concept that really, if I start thinking about it too much, my nose will bleed and I'll want to take a nap. So we're gonna just leave it to the doctor, Doctor Josh, to to talk that out. But yeah, this is Bleak and Review, episode 240. We will be back after this brief musical interlude with more podcasts featuring Reed Bryce after this. We got that felt it. Pretty synced up. All right, cool. <laughs> that felt like you know what I've I've had the clap a few times in my life, and I gotta say, oh, I'm that was one. Of the... Very sorry to hear about your health troubles. <laughs> no, no I just have people clap. applauding my genitals all the time. Oh, that, see, that's hazardous in its own right. Don't don't get too close. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Wait, you don't this, get... or is this traditional audience? Are you telling me about your art? I'm sorry, I won't be condescending. <laughs> Traditional. I'm saying. I'm just saying that I've been bell clapped in the genitals a few times, and I have cauliflower sack. That's oh, all honey, I'm saying. it's Hollywood. You know, if you, <laughs> honey, if you watch, it's Hollywood. You know, who among us <laughs> knows the original shape of their their genitalia anymore from the clapping? <laughs> Certainly not you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, with that bit of dicey material, we are back here on Bleak and Review. I remain Kevin Anderson. I bet that intro that I just did was really funny. I'm recording it tomorrow. Uh, and joining me here. For the first time, I'm very excited to have them on the podcast. This is the first time, first time, long time, long time want, first time get, I would say, uh, for this guest. Reciprocated or no? 
I'll, I'm just taking in wanting to be wanted. Oh, wow. Do I want to be wanted? I, I've wanted now. And now you've gotten me. I, you, you've got, uh, oh gosh. Did, oh, oh, did I, oh my gosh. Did I live up to, oh, was this, was this what you wanted me to be so like? So far? Am, yes. Am I, am I doing, oh God, is this going to be a letdown? I, hi, it's I'm the classic, it's, the cla- <laughs> it's the classic cheap trick. I want you to want me in the flesh. Read Bryce, of course, from the podcast Library Hours, which is uh, out there on uh, the uh, the Patreons, right? You got a Patreon yeah. going yeah, for you, it. Oh, and it, it, it's, it, I, I was like, oh, what does everybody have? Everyone get on YouTube. So I have it on YouTube and I have it on Spotify. And I, this is a very serious podcast, by the way. <laughs> it is. No, uh, no but I, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's on Spotify, iTunes and, and YouTube and, and a few, a few other, other aggregates. And yes, there's a Patreon for it because it's, it's, it's one that we do for charity. Uh, so that's what the money's being raised for. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and before we get, because I want to talk to you about this podcast. Because I've I've heard snippets, but I, I don't know. I want to get like the the you know the the whole two cents. Oh sure, uh, all, go all around both. the paywall. Who cares about the charity? Kevin just says, "Give me the give me the the Reader's Digest version, honey," because I'm not oh. paying for that shit. Oh, I get trust it. me, I get it. Trust <laughs> me, I am editing out any mention of charity from this episode. It's gonna be bleeped. <laughs> like, I won't have any mention of altruism on here. No, no, no. no. This is a strictly late-stage capitalism podcast. (laughs) Come in here self-serving. Try to get yourself one of those parade deals where you have to wear underwear and you're a comedian. And so you, <laughs> no, none of, my, none of my very nice friends have done that. I, I still think, I, like, I still have like, the, like, the, the just like, uh, uh, clenched butt cheeks thinking about having to do that, having to be like a, an underwear model. Uh, Could you and, imagine? Oh gosh, you know, because, because I, I, you know, even like a few, like a few years ago, I've been getting more like comfortable with like, you know, being able to just be shirtless, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've seen your Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the idea of, of you know having to be like, I am an object of desire and undergarments, and you should want <laughs> of desire to- and undergarments. <laughs> And everything in between. Well, you know what I mean. That energy. Oh, that, totally. That, that being a bottle would entail. Even in that sort of like, I am the approachable version of desire and undergarments. Like, I don't, I don't know if I qualify for that. Yeah, I think my body just, you know, just too a haired Peter Lorre for that to be <laughs> what anybody oh, would ever oh. want. Uh, you despise my underwear, don't you, Rick? If I paid oh, any actually, mind, I, I might. I actually buy, all right, I'm buying the underwear. No, never mind. I was very wrong. <laughs> Casa Boxers. Uh, there's something there. There's something there. I don't know what oh, the I'm pun is. I'm not sure if it's something that we should explore. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is before we get into the podcast, I want to say uh, Unpops listeners, listeners of this show would know, Reed, uh, even though you haven't been on Bleak and Review yet, you were on one of the top-rated Unpops episodes oh, of wow. uh, I believe 2020, where you and uh, our dear friend Jack Kelly debated uh, on ListCast the best uh, television shows. And it was all us, and not to do with the fact that it was a very uh, relatable episode that most people would want to listen to. It was all us, baby. Hey, you got an Uproxx article mentioned, so, like, you know, claim that shit. I am an Uproxx girl. I did not know. (laughs) I'm very humble today. Up rocks, girl. You know you're living in a dead spin world. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> no, uh, but thank you. I uh, no, I and I. I have always been such an admirer of yours. Uh, and oh, yeah, and uh, I, 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 especially love your 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 Twitter uh, presence. So thank you for that. 
<laughs> Bless your heart. That's so sweet of you to say. Yeah, that's why uh, I get most of my most of my my stuff. You know the you know the good and the bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly bad these days, though, isn't it? Oh, so much bad. But we don't need to get into that because. Oh, we know, will. Because oh, no, there's no escaping it. Sorry, sorry, darling. If you're listening, you're still on the internet, and that's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. That's the thing. Uh, in the intros of these shows, uh, these episodes lately, like of the last year. I, I had to tell myself, like, look, you can't just talk about how much you hate the cops every intro. Like, it can't be – like, and that's just – but that's it's Twitter. Evergreen. That's Twitter. I, it, I mean, it is. <laughs> it certainly – it is not a, 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 a mind that is uh, nearing its uh, – uh, we're not – I don't know. There's something about mining and an end to a mine. We're not hitting stone on this mine yet. We're not hitting unbreakable yeah. diamonds. We're, we're It's a deep well, is what I would say. <laughs> but I also just started bumming myself out thinking about it all the time. So I was like, ah, let me talk about how a bird hit me in the head or something like that, you know? Yeah, and also, to, to be fair, uh, you know, we are two of uh, the wimpiest white guys. It's not the most, it does not have the same amount of danger or intrigue to be for me to be like, fuck those policemen. You know what I mean? <laughs> those policemen. <laughs> Fuck and, oh, those bobbies. And women, and, you know, and non-binary pigs as well. Okay. Are there? Is there a? It, no, this is this is fascinating <laughs> to me. I, Can you imagine? I, I got my pronoun pins on. You're under arrest. I'm scared. Office, officer, they. <laughs> officer, that was the weakest attempt. At least give them some sort of like not you know a uh, great nouncy name like uh, hey uh, officer uh, electric screwdriver. I, I, I know because if you ever met like an ordinary person named like Fennel or <laughs> Fentanyl, <laughs> not Fentanyl. I said Fennel. <laughs> fentanyl would be very on the nose for you know what what kind of life you're living. But yeah, someone in the DA, someone in the DEA named Officer Fentanyl. <laughs> now, and uh, before they we get to <laughs> now, I want to talk about a little bit uh, library hours, the the project that you're working on currently. Mm. Um, I mean, we could yell about cops later, also. Trust me, that is uh, evergreen, as you said. <laughs> but um, what is the what is the elevator pitch? As I said, I only do elevator pitches. We don't talk about charity. But yeah. like, what is uh, what is the uh, encapsulation of the show? I know it's a very personal project. Oh yeah, no, it's basically it's essentially that I, it, I wanted to do like a time capsule sort of thing of like if I took like 12 of the most interesting people in my life and I could just get them for an hour, uh, you know, and talk to them about the things that they're most interested in. Uh, uh, and then I, I do uh, companion pieces, like episodes that like make me go like, all right, well, you know, I should take in what my, if I'm going to say that these people are the brightest, you know, mo- you know, most inspiring people in my life, I'm, I need to have some sort of reflection. So I do, I do companion pieces where, you know, I, I, I don't make them just sit there while I'm, you know, <laughs> uh, self-aggrandizing and, and navel gazing and stuff. I let them go <laughs> live the rest of their life after they like impart their, their wisdom on me. And so, yeah, it's just those sort of, uh, just like some honest conversations at, and just, you know, noticing that, like, you know, sometimes those are not always considered the most marketable to other markets, you know, uh, and, and big. Uh, uh, There's not, not a room for honesty in L.A. Oh, not even that. Like, I'm going to tell the truth, bitch. Get ready to get I'm going to tell it like no, it no, is. No, 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 no. It, It's just no, more like, I'm like, oh, I wanted to talk about uh, the leather scene and, 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 and being disabled, uh, you know, uh, and, and there's like a lot of times when you have people on in those positions uh, or uh, of like uh, being queer or marginalized in some way, it's like uh, the white producer uh, is usually in charge <laughs> is like, all right, let's trot out all your traumas. Let's get them out there. Let's poke you with the stick for a little while longer. 
and, and I've, I've been listening to the feedback from trans, trans people who have been, uh, queer people, you know, uh, who are just, uh, you know, any kind of marginalized people who are like, can we just talk about stuff that's fun for us sometimes? <laughs> How about if we don't die or we don't talk about the time we almost died? <laughs> or, you Why know, does it always have to be about the hate crimes? Or just you saying something so cringy, I would actively like to die. <laughs> I, you know, what, what if we, yeah, so what, what, what if I do just like let you go like, okay, I, I, you know that I'm someone who's not going to like say something weirded and questionable to you. I can have that active dialogue with you and let you get out the shit that you usually don't get to when you're, when you're going on these shows because you're being trot out as the token diversity, you know? Right. <laughs> By the way, can I just interject here briefly to say this is how cis I am when you said uh, cis, cis hetero that I am. When you said the leather scene, I was like, from what movie? <laughs> <laughs> But also, you got um, what, what I call uh, uh, straight and interested, but not too interested eyes. Where you're like, oh, he's, well, he's fascinated word, he with it. But I also, he said the well, word leather. And, and, and in that way that I can tell that you're not like, I'm not going to have like a, a weird like general conversation of like, what's that all about? You know, well, like I, I know people that go to the bullet in North Hollywood. Okay. I'm okay, familiar with the Kevin scene. Kevin just dropped the leather I've bar had, in North Hollywood. I've had, I've had people from that bar, not at that bar, but at a bar down the street tell me, and this is a quote. Uh, what are you guys doing? You want to come back to my place later while giving me a back rub? And I said, I'm sorry, I'm straight. He goes, oh, you can fuck whoever you want there. And I was like, that doesn't seem legit. That doesn't seem oh, legit. Oh, you know what? <laughs> and honestly, uh, it, it both is and is not. <laughs> uh, there are a lot, there are a lot of uh, uh, straight men who, 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 who uh, message come a Colin uh, Corton on, on Grindr. Uh, oh, it says, sure. It, it says, or it says so in, in their header. Uh, and, and I am just bound to, you know, believe people who are who they say they are. They're, I, I, but they're I, I, on Grindr and they, they're proclaiming that they're straight up top. Yeah, and, and that's interesting. And they either are going to find a gal because there are trans women on there, so it could be legit that way, or they could just be a straight dude who also sometimes just wants to like jerk off or fuck dudes. It's, it's not. And I, yeah, and I'm it's like, like it's a spectrum. I, I know, and, I, and I'm, I'm like, I don't quite get it, but I also know that it's fine if don't. <laughs> it's like, that's how I am with mo most things in that scene, in, in that scene, and you know, in the queer scene in general, and even with other comedians, <laughs> just watching their stuff. <laughs> Oh, 100%. I don't get it, but I'm not going to immediately take an op opposing oh, side to it. You're young today, darling. Well, not be yucked. It's fine. You're young <laughs> but, today, shall not be yucked. Uh, but not for me. Thank you. And then I, and then I exit the UCB. <laughs> Uh, R.I.P. the the kink the kink section of UCB Sunset was uh, it was so great and it's so, it's so sad to hear it closed. <laughs> yeah, it was the. Uh... I didn't know the sex dungeon closed too. Oh yeah, man, the, sex dungeon the inner, east or the, west. Oh, the, god, inner, this... the inner fuckdom. Oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I I uh, and so I. I just knowing, yeah, like the, all the times I've ever seen interviews done about that that kind of stuff. But then also, uh, just my friends who I I know have really interesting uh, personal anecdotes that that I would be like, yeah, I would send, I would, I was, I would uh, box all of this up. I think it was because, and not to like self-aggrandize or think that I'm on the level of any of these people, but like you, you know, you just like people who uh, were were documenting things. Uh, for queer history and and uh, knowing how little we have of it, I was like, oh shoot! I even if my if my life's not the most interesting, uh, it might it might come in useful later. <laughs> right. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. The 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 little doc the little amount the scarcity of documentation because like to most people and like this is even people who are like like 
like, you know, not like, not like, like your regular ignoramus, like somebody who's invested and wants to know more. It's like, oh, we know about Stonewall and we know that like Abraham Lincoln was probably gay. Like that's about like, that's how far back like yeah, no, and then our knowledge tell you goes. Stuff like uh, that Jesus talked about uh, queer and trans people in the Bible, like, and then, or that like even before that in, in, in the Jewish Torah, there's like six or seven other genders or some, some shit. They don't, they don't tell you about these things. Uh, and partly because of like the breakdown of the education system and, you know, how much of that is like by design, who can say, Oh, you're talking about when Jesus turned water into whining. <laughs> was that a gay thing to be whiny? I don't know. Wow, I don't know. Kevin. I just thought <laughs> very homophobic. I, was... <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I don't have rights. All right, I, well, thought... I, I think I get to have this one. <laughs> no, I know. I, in my brain, in my brain, I jumped so many. I've missed so many steps of that joke to get to that punchline because I was like thinking of like an old tired queen, you know. But oh, like. God, it, it's, <laughs> It, but it, that was a joke. It's like it sounds like it was told by an old tired uncle <laughs> who couldn't quite make it to like really hurtful, like crunchy, bad homophobia. You know, to, you know you're like Jesus. It's okay. I'm gonna edit in talk about charity there instead. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I I don't know I, I but yeah like that's yeah that's that's the thing is like. People don't want to acknowledge like there's so many instances of that kind of stuff in like the natural world and in historical texts, but like people still want to treat it like like I mean I don't want we don't have to get into this, but I was having a conversation with somebody about this recently, so it popped to mind. But like the whole the Chappelle of it all, where it's like oh, he's just yeah. trying oh, to man, figure it out. He's just trying. I know it's just like <laughs> he's just trying to figure it out. I'm like, well, he's got he could do research like. Why does he have to use a Netflix special to figure it out? It's like, yeah, it seems weird to me. Uh, I don't, rem- I don't remember if we're the same age, but like, I was, I was like, it, like, like, I was Roughly. in like tenth grade when when Chappelle's show was on, and like, it was like the fucking coolest thing ever. And oh then, yeah, <laughs> it's that like was my fun- shit. Yeah, it's like finding out, you know, you know, I, I really just like ask people whether they, whatever they believe or not. It, you have to imagine it's very weird to have one of your heroes go like, oh yeah, anyone like you? Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not really, I'm not really sure. I have all the resources available to me, but uh, I want to use my platform to stir up controversy about this and make all my fans think that it's okay to be fucking weird about it now. Because... I just always, like, part of me hopes that, I, that I'm the one who ends up in the room with one of these people because I will just, like, ha- like, have at least a good fuck with them conversation from, like, all of us. Every, every single, every, every one of us. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy to you. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Well, hold on. The and then is, I would I'm just a... start naming all of my trans friends. And I would describe them in detail. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. We got to hear about Charles. <laughs> 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 I would at least, I would at least, you know, just make, I would give them the nuance of being the most, uh, of hating me the most. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, like I get it when it comes to me, but let me tell you about Charles for a second. And, and then I would, I, I would just like, at least if they're, if I, if they're putting out like, you know, false generalizations, it should be based off of my weird eccentricity. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, you know, how trans people will not stop asking you, uh, what kind of different foods you've eaten before. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of the uh, – that that, that brings me to – I mean, I don't want to just talk about – I mean, I I guess we found ourselves in the position where I'm like, let me talk to you about trans stuff. But, like, I don't know. Here here we are. Uh, But, like, obviously – No, I know most people are like, absolutely not, sir. No. (laughs) 
it's, the, okay. it's the one or the other, right? It's either like they are, are completely averse to it or it's like the thing of like, so what's it like to be trans? Like, it's like that, <laughs> right? It's like, it's never, it's never just a conversation. It's always got to be an extreme. I feel like in my experience with like people that I've encountered that try to quote unquote wrap their heads around this thing. Oh, well, I, you know, it's like, but I always try to think of it the other way. I was like, all right, well, uh, I would, I would be wanting to do a good job, you know? I, I try to, like, apply it to the other ways that I am not marginalized, you know what I mean? And just go, like, okay, where are all the times where I've been fucking, like, in my... in Like, like a little dog, like, just best interest in mind. <laughs> and an open mind. Absolutely. And, and so, I, but uh, that's where I think is also, like, my responsibility for do Like, because I'm a white dude otherwise. That's it. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. gay and trans. Other than that, I... Uh, the privilege uh, uh, versus, like, marginalized thing is very relative uh, to in my case. And, and so, in my... Yeah. My, the, this is what I've always wanted to ask you, Reed, is the, the white... The fact that I count the it's just weird. <laughs> I was gonna say, does the white counterbalance the trans? Is it as it work out in that way uh, where you're a net neutral? Not. No, I know, I, I, know, I, I know. Oh my god! All right, of course well, not. <laughs> that's the I was, of I was all, thinking, all the black trans people in my life unfollowing. <laughs> just be like, and enough, enough, enough. and you're done. Enough. Well, the thing I was gonna say is Nonsense. like the thing of like. <laughs> easiest way the easiest way like we're that we're talking about that thing of like look obviously hate me for the annoying things that i do about like that i do <laughs> which is something i definitely relate to as well but yeah. I, like you know when we get to the top conversation the content of, like, of my character awful <laughs> yes. i understand can't be about my talking yeah. about my genitals or not the, you know the fact that it's the caitlin jenner syndrome mine. it's the caitlin caitlin jenner oh, is a, yeah, a terrible no. person but oh, like and, but she also brings out the terrible in other people real quick it's <laughs> it is so interesting you know it's like if you if you suddenly are uh less convinced the less you like somebody that's just and even even other trans people do it and that's that's something i won't get into too much but like it like there are so many cases of somebody being like I already disagreed with that person, so I also and now to be a little bit nasty. Just so a yeah, bit. I I already disagreed yeah. with this person, and I also have secret hate in my heart. So and, and, and also maybe even stuff going on with me that makes me have that hate in my heart in the first place. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> Usually that's the case, right? Oh, you'll know, like uh, uh, you know, I uh, going going back to the grinder of it all. Like if I have someone aggressively ask <laughs> that might be the episode title, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> the grinder of it all. Uh, uh, you know, if I have somebody in my in in my messages like very aggressively asking me questions, like it's a hair thin uh, flip of the coin if it's going to be a chaser or somebody who uh, is like an actual closeted person themselves. So right. yeah, and then like another just another hair uh, the other direction of are they uh, of, of that is that why they're being a bigot? You know, can I? It, it, it's like it, I, it could be a circle on the. <laughs> can I the, share a story with you? I've never told anybody or told on this podcast. Oh, are you? about to come out as trans because that would be fucking the wildest moment to do honey no, you no, no. Get, let me get a sip of water oh All right. yes no get, get <laughs> hydrated for this one Reed. no i just want to say okay so when i was in between girl girl girlfriends when i was in between girlfriends <laughs> i why okay. did you say that like you were a sassy group of well, I, it came out that way the first time and then i leaned into it the second time i don't know why all right but, okay so i was on bumble i was on bumble for a little bit and I matched with uh, a trans woman and right. it was kind of a thing of like, it's something I've dabbled in and my dabbled you know, in <laughs> on, on, well, online proclivities will say I've never yeah, been yeah. with someone like that. But I was like, 
word, I'm kind of into that. And like on Bumble, obviously they have to like you first. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, cool. And like, like matched back and like was waiting for that message and didn't get it. And I was like, so it's she all the same. It's all the same. Because she was probably face meltingly hot. Like the hottest women that I have ever seen have been trans. Uh, not to overgeneralize it in any given way, but just like, good Lord. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I can understand. Uh, it made me just, laugh because it was like the same as getting like uh, a hot cis woman, yeah. like where I'm like, oh word, and then like ghosted on Bumble, where it's the thing. It's like, why did you do this? You know, and, like if you're not gonna like, message me, it's a sort of thing that is a little. It's like a, it's a, uh, for a real talk moment. It's like that is like a weird problematic thing that you should like sort of uh, uh, engage with a little bit of like, why am I seeing cis women and trans women as different entities? Uh, you know, uh, as opposed to like. Any other two different groups of women, you know, totally. who no, just it, have like that who was have, the like, moment that I, yeah, yeah, that it's a sort of thing that you that you will laugh at, um, and and then you should go like, oh, why? Even even if you're not like ha 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 ha, if you're just if they, uh, that's where I, and this is not me coming from a judgmental place. This no, is no, a lot no. of um, I was having to like you know deprogram this is myself, why I it up. you know, you know, because like uh, trans people, we we don't just exist in some like tr- trans ether, then float into the atmosphere right. and suddenly exist the same the way that people are pretending we do. Uh, we all we all <laughs> right. were like take we were all in the same fucking. Uh, you know, uh, homophobic, transphobic, uh, misogynist stew thing, right? And so, uh, I I would say like, uh, uh, that's exciting that you that, that you're open to it, and I I think. Uh, it says a lot about you that, you, especially that you're uh, willing to talk uh, publicly about it, because a, a lot of times uh, dudes will just get way into their heads about it. So right. the, fact, that's, the fact that you're that you'll, you'll talk about it on public forum is fucking cool. Uh, well, the but, thing that was interesting to me is I didn't mean to cut you off. I was oh, just no, thinking like like and the, like the reason I brought it up is because like I had like kind of you know I had kind of kept it secret. I wasn't like ashamed, but I never talked about it really aside from like one really right, killer. Full disclosure: bit I, I was in the closet till I was like 27. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> It's like, how dare you? No, I'm not like one of these fucking Zoomers. Yeah, or like Gen Alpha people who were able to just come out. And so they're like, I'm bored with you being uncomfortable ever. Right, right. Figuring things no, out it was, yourself. But yeah. it was an interesting moment. It was an interesting moment where I was like, oh, I, I felt rejected in the same way that I would feel rejected from a cis person. So like, oh, yeah. obviously it's not that big of it. Like, and like, I knew that, but it was like, that was like a defining moment for me of being like, huh, interesting. Okay, cool. So yeah. I, I, I can get, I can get dogged by anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 Kevin's now exp- experiencing uh, rejection across the spectrum of the binary. Yes, of the binary. exactly. <laughs> and, and, and yes, and get, I started uh, writing get, a tell-all. Uh, they them back in here so they can also tell you uh, absolutely not and then bash you over the head with a, a billy stick. Is that what they... A billy stick? No, it's a billy that... club, but I, I think I'd oh, like well, to imagine... I'm not a cop, okay? I'm not a cop. <laughs> I say indignantly. <laughs> I'm one, not a, I know, one I know. The one. <laughs> By the way, Reed, let's get out in front of this right now on the podcast. There's a lot of rumors going around. Reed Bryce is not a cop, okay? <laughs> Listen, yeah, the last time I hung out with them, they were tackling me to the ground. So... <laughs> Oh, can you tell that story? Oh, honey, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, before we go to break here, I do have my one pre-planned interview question, if you're willing to uh, field it. It's just you asking more about the cop thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. When was the last time you were wronged by the police? <laughs> no, um, it's, it's, it's kind of Billy related. Stick and, Billy uh, Stick. No, okay, uh, no, not a cop. What, what is your question? <laughs> All right, my, my question is, when was the last time you felt incredibly rage-filled and did you handle it well in your opinion 
Oh my god. <laughs> you already know the answers. No, I know. Well, after the <gasps> segment, I know. <laughs> You're like, no. The, what's going to be interesting about Reed? A time he lost his fucking shit. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I'm, I'm curious more about the second part of anger management. Because, I, I mean, yes. like we said, Twitter is the worst. I'm full of rage all the time when I'm on the internet. <laughs> it's how do you. I want to know more about the handling of it than, like, the specific rage, oh, I guess. Oh, I'll tell you. It, I, uh,. I, I tweeted about it just today, so I, I know at least. Uh, but then this was something that sounds very, very funny, and, and just for like, oh, you sound like the goofy ass sidekick in a sitcom. Uh, <laughs> I had someone who I had to uh, reject, and then they, they, uh, and, and I tried to do it like uh, straightforwardly because this, this came about because I read that article that somebody wrote today uh, about ghosting and how like uh, it's so yes. unacceptable that you should be able to manipulate the person who ghosted you into meeting up so you can be like how dare you ghost me and, and yeah I'm like, gonna I'm gonna <laughs> double trick them oh gosh uh, uh, and I was like I was thinking I was like when's the time that I should have ghosted somebody and, and, and one of the last times that I, I went out with somebody uh, they they, you know, you know when like the when like the unhinged uh, to the point that even a mental ill person has to be like, hmm, starts to, to show up like far too late in a date. <laughs> yes. Talking to somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I ended up just not having uh, like it wasn't even too bad. I, I just did not have uh, chemistry with this person. It was not like the my best uh, date experience. Yeah, and the next day I was like, if I if somebody was gonna reject me and they. I would want them to just come and tell me the moment that they knew, even if it hurt my feelings or whatever, I'd rather right. know sooner than later. And then, you know, get the, you know, don't the, string the, me along and yeah. make me feel like I like uh, confused and, and anxious. And just, like, just tell me the thing, rip the bandaid off. Might've been too autistic to be viable. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, uh, just even dating uh, to begin with, but like, you know, being gay and trans and autistic, I just feel like I'm doing like an like 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 in the in Rain Man with all the math and stuff. Or was that the Hangover? <laughs> <laughs> like in Rain Man with all the math and stuff. But, but but with like just simple like feelings and emotions. You're talking about <laughs> you're talking about blackjack, but for, but for dick, right? Yeah. No, like figuring out if I'm if I'm if I'm on the money or not. I it's not it's not easy for me. And, and I but I but I. I but I feel like I, I'm a lot better than I ever was. And this person did not handle it well and, and melted down on me. And then later came back and, and told me that they had uh, even done like a, a spell, a magic spell on me. In yes. Okay. I did see this post. I did see this post. <laughs> Which is way crazier. Than ghosting. Well, I don't, because I don't, I don't think uh, doing magic itself is inherently bad. It's just a, you know, a spiritual or, or practice or any other. Just you know, put that out there. But here's I your will card, etc. If, if, it's, if it's one date, <laughs> don't waste the candles. <laughs> don't yeah. waste. Don't waste. Yeah. Uh, you know that uh, that peppermint you're burning or whatever you're doing for the ritual. It was one date. I'm just, I'm asking you, kind Wiccans. Uh, yeah, so I did, I didn't know they were a magic user until it was too late. Well, the thing is, like one date, like one date and you're already doing a ritual, like that's a red flag in my opinion. Yeah, like, usually what I'm That's like a with... relationship falling apart. I get, I get, you got to light some candles, say some fucking incantations, whatever. I've but had like, my dare, I've, I've had my fair share of magic, the gathering users, but not magic users in the actual sense. It was out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they were sans the gathering. Yeah, I was like, oh, well. Well, do you think that you handled that rage card. well? Because you didn't, you didn't dox this person so i was i was but i was so i, I was just so mad at the way that they immediately just did not uh 
and, and, you know, and they're allowed to. They're, people are allowed to take rejection uh, any way that they want to. But oh sure. man, it was it was it was just not with grace, and it just made me so mad. That I was like, see, no, no, no. People say that they want to be told, they don't want to be ghosted or strung along, and then you know faded out. And but they also do not like it when you're uh, upfront with them, no matter how nice and polite yeah, you are about it. Because somehow, yeah. because it gives them a target right away, like an immediate, like you did the bad thing that made me feel this way. Yeah. Instead of the the wondering, like, oh, maybe they got in a car accident or like whatever happened. Happens with ghosting. Oh God! Like, uh, what <laughs> oh, if they were? Will, what if they were just, deported? <laughs> I will just assume I said something very like socially awkward and and have a weird void of regret for the rest of of my life. Like you know, thinking back then, cringing on it. Uh, and that's why I like it when someone's just like, "Nah, man, like you're cool, but we our fucking wasn't good or whatever it was." <laughs> yeah, no, it's always there's always a thing, and it's super like that's something that like I did genuinely learn like within the last two years or something of you know casually being hunt bumble and fucking around and stuff. Yeah. It's like, uh, and like you know in that process, some horrible shit happened to me too. But like in general, I kind of learned the uh, the uh, like even though it kind of is more uncomfortable at the beginning. Uh, it's better to be very honest about like, like, look, this didn't work for me instead of like, oh, maybe. And then just lying, you know, or, oh, or I, ghosting. I'm yeah. over 30. I bring all the finesse of like going into a business meeting at this point. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I'm like, I'm, I'm, more, I'm nicer, more pleasant than that. We're going to go also, in a different not... direction with my cock. Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's going inwards. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. I'm not trans. I was. I was so turned off by you. I became an innie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I went from an Audi to an innie because yeah. you were so repul repulsive to me. <laughs> that is fucking. That's crazy. I love. That. And that's that's my that's my gender journey. You know. <laughs> And that's what people can get from Library Hours with Reed Bryce on oh, Patreon. Oh God, no! Those are like actual like accomplished poets and stuff. I'm, oh. I'm, 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 I'm being such a terrible ambassador to the Library no, Hour. No, you're being great. You stop it. You stop it this instant. Uh, and we won't. We're gonna stop for a moment here, but we're not gonna stop because we have another guest coming up. Reed, I hope you're oh. as excited about this as I am. I, I love guests. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guest. With, I am uh, I am one I am one myself. So you are gotta, one currently I gotta, yourself. I gotta give but, it up for the guest. And you can stick around after this break, right? Because we've got um uh, some sort of technocrat named Josh Bachmura, I believe it was. There's a uh, Z in okay. it. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll look for pronunciation, uh, after this break. That but sounds like a silent Z. I'm going to put it out there. I did not hear the Z. <laughs> There's a Z there, but it's sneaky. It's like the wind. Uh, it's in there. Uh, but we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak and Review, with more Reed Bryce, and Josh Machmer after this. Not, not remotely the same name twice. <laughs> All right, we got oh, it. That was way more close close enough. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> close enough. Close enough. I'll figure it out in post. I got nothing Look, going bit, on tomorrow except bit, therapy, which I need. Look, uh, bit rates are really tricky. Bit you'll, rates. you'll be forgiven. Uh, we will be forgiven here on Bleak and Review. We have returned. I remain Kevin Anderson. Joining me here in the co-pilot position, Reed Bryce from it's, the it's Library Hours podcast. Yeah, still, I am also still. Confirmed. Friend. Snopes, <laughs> Snopes confirmed that you're still here. Oh, they, oh, they, they, they'll finally talk about me. God, that's how you know you made it, baby. <laughs> you and Brian Peppers, uh, <laughs> which is a reference for people of a certain age. I like told us. you never to use the same voice. <laughs> 
How dare you bring me I up th- at him? We I thought you were gonna else. say. I thought you were gonna Brian say. Don't, Peppers. I thought, oh. you were gonna say, I thought you were gonna say. Don't dead name me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and of course. And I'm of course, the woman who used to. I, I used to live as a woman named Brian Peppers. Look me up. <laughs> oh God, rehaunted. My brain is rehaunted again. Thank you. Hashtag uh, rehaunted. I had finally. I had moved. I had moved past that with my own therapy. <laughs> And now I'm going to be looking up probably something sad about Brian Peppers later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, his story is not a positive one, I'll say that much. Uh, But joining us here uh, as our our, our next guest, I'm very excited to get to talk to this guy. He is a doctorate in uh, 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 cryptocurrency, I believe, and and otherworldly stocks. Uh, Please give it up for Dr. Josh McMara. Hello, Josh. Salutations, uh, fellow human assets. It's great to be here. (laughs) Oh, we're assets. Human assets. Oh, that's that's the thing. Everyone's an asset, man. Everything gotta... everything is assets, right? Look, I'm I'm here I'm here to put my MBA to use to talk about the future economy. Uh, uh, can I ask you what uh, what do you have like uh, are you an economist or what kind of uh, do what kind of degree did you get? You have an MBA. Uh, so I I have an MBA, but uh, Doctor 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 McMara has been a lot of things to a lot of people. Uh, uh, that's gonna be my second question about. <laughs> For for those for those of you uh, wondering uh, how to spell my name, so you can look me up, uh, Mukhmera is spelled exactly how you think it's of spelled. Course, of uh, course. Just the the Z is silent. Right, right. That's it. Uh, and, and so, and you are you're you've been a lot of things to a lot of people, but currently you're operating in the uh, vein of somebody who's uh, knows about futures of currency. Is that correct? Well, I so I, I know a lot about what's going on right now with non-fungible assets uh, yes. and sort of the, the increasing commoditization of our society. NFTs. NF, NFTs. Uh, NFBs. NFZs. Oh, so there's one for each letter of the alphabet is there. Uh, well, so – or does it? There's just those four. Uh, I'm I'm am sort of here to to tell to tell everybody a, a secret about the economy and the way that like value works. Oh, well, that's no, I good. Appreciate that. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's really important because I feel but, like but, there's a but lot before, of. Oh, go ahead. Before, before that. But before we get to that. Before sure. we get to that. I I just want let's do a little thought experiment, right? I love I love this. I want I, I want you both. Agree. I agree. I want I want you both to close your eyes. If okay. you're listening at home, you can, oh, you can Kev, close your is eyes. This is some cult shit. Oh no. I want you to close your eyes. Um, legally, I'm not allowed to say if this is a cult or not, but I just want you to close your eyes and I want you to think of what brings the most value to your day. Pussy. Maybe. maybe. That's also my answer is pussy. (laughs) I'm a gay man. For many people, it's sex. For some people, it might be a good bowl of overnight oats. (laughs) Overnight oats. All right. Hear me out. For for some some people, it's a goop blog. Uh, if I had to choose between overnight oats and pussy. Well, that's what I call pussy. <laughs> oh, you should stop. <laughs> overnight oats. <laughs> you should never call it that again. No, I haven't been doing well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's what brings uh, you the most value. I mean, I can think right, of a yeah. few things. Like, I love the new Mortal Kombat movie. Maybe that's, that brings me value. Is that, yeah, that, that, brought, that brought a lot of value to a lot of people. That was a, a hugely successful opening weekend for a kung fu movie. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'll try to give a real answer. Stop being a dick about it. Uh, it, it it's nice to see uh, uh, a greater concerted effort of mutual aid of like direct ch- charity uh, among people here in my city where I live. Note to Good, li- yeah. post-production, edit solid. that out. Edit out the charity talk. Uh, come 
fine. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Dr. Josh is not anti-charity. Oh, good. Dr. Josh is not anti-charity. That's good oh, enough. Uh, I, like, I, like, I want to hear that you're doing something philanthropic with, with, with your efforts, man. So, yeah, tell me how, uh, how this, uh, this, this crypto well, I just, can help me. First, first, I want to circle back to some stuff that we already talked about in the first half. Of the We're show. circling back again. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure that we've we do, we do, a we do a lot. We do a All lot right. of circling back in the business world. You'll, you'll catch on quick. Oh, no. Callbacks, if you will. If that's what you people call it, then that's, fine. That's what I need. Kevin, stop getting so industry with him. I'm trying to invest. <laughs> okay, okay. I will. I will take you know, my industry you know, hat you know, off. You know, I like. I like Reed. Reed's here to be serious and and learn at the at the root of the tree. Uh, I think Kevin, you could learn a lot from Reed. Look, ultimately, there are two types of people in this world, right? There's sharks and there's people that swim. Right. You got to figure out which one you are. True. Like I get in that. In a literal sense, I'm a human. I'd be the one swimming. Or do you? Do you mean like in a metaphor? Really sense? though, really, people I can be sharks I th- too. I th- I th- people can absolutely be sharks. All right, I'm gonna just dis- look. Look at Genghis Khan, Attila the Hunt. That was a shark. <laughs> well, I wasn't. I wasn't alive at the same that time. That was as a gentlemen. shark. I, I think that those were still human humanoid creatures. Anyway, I want to. I want to circle back. We were talking metaphorical talking sharks. About, anyway, okay. I want to circle back. We were talking about late stage capitalism earlier. Um, <laughs> And first, first of all, big fan, big fan from the bottom of my heart of, of capitalism really? in, all of its, in all of its stages. It's it's done very well for me. Look at me. I have I have a gray shirt and glasses and a gray beanie all because of capitalism. I'm you look good. Disgusting. I will say that you, you look why good. Do, you look very good. Why do rich people like to be monochromatic? You 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 wear that. Steve Jobs wears the the, the fucking turtleneck. Buy a second color. I want to I want to I want to answer your question in a second. But first, <laughs> uh, I want to I want to get back to, to talking. We we're talking about late stage capitalism earlier. And yeah. I, I think, you know, a lot of people have a lot of gripes with what, what we've termed late stage capitalism. Uh, I, I don't believe in the, the stage based capital model. OK, uh, I I think I think it's better to think of capitalism uh, more as treadmill capitalism. That is sort of just capitalism without stages. Uh, it's just, it's a perpetual mill. That's all it is. You put, you get out exactly what you put into it uh, and it can, it can speed up or slow down sometimes, but there will always be a cyclical nature to things. That's what we're seeing with NFTs. NFTs ultimately are just sort of commodified receipts. <laughs> That's true. Right? Yeah. That is true. All an NFT is. Yeah. Uh, just to to sort of distill it down to, to nutshells and kernels and whatnot. This is very is, simple stuff, so you should be able to do this easily. <laughs> I, I should be. I should be. And yet it takes so much time every time I do one of these speaking gigs. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well. well, thank you for so, doing this speaking gig, by the way. Uh, I Yeah, thank thank you for uh, the wire transfer. It was uh, <laughs> as, I had, as agreed. I had I, to I've send, never I had done a security to... deposit for a podcast before. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Very it's strange. a security deposit. Mm-hmm. And this is just what you can get over at twitter.com yeah. slash KB Anderson. Why did I endorse those, it? Uh, those, those, security <laughs> deposits, those security deposits are also uh, non-fungible. So they are. Good, good, good luck moving that. I would say I had, we, I've talked NFTs on this podcast before, and I have actually turned uh, specific uh, salacious clips from this show into NFTs, and I've been uh, you know, using them as currency. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's really smart. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you gone further than just clips from this content? I, I did have one that I, was, I talked about in a previous episode where I did uh, – I had a bootlegged uh, a handicam 
cut of Monster Hunter, the film from theaters. Uh, I was right, using that as right. an NFT for a little bit. Not a lot of returns on that. Okay. Okay. What? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell. <laughs> Big what from Reed? I'm gonna <laughs> look. I'm gonna. You I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Behind me, huge Monster Hunter poster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. I'm going to explain what NFTs are okay. in a little bit, but but before I get to <laughs> before that, you get to that, you got to circle before, back, right? Before I get to that, I I want you because uh, just look, I I love executing on marketing strategy, and Kevin said something, and you know my my brain is just go go go, so I'm yeah. I'm thinking I'm executing. You're an ideas man. Again, I'm a shark. <laughs> there's, there's, All right, there's sharks I, or there's I'm, people that swim. I'm I'm a I'm also a shark. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Reed good. Bryce, right, classic so let's, shark. Let's let's execute together. Okay. Kevin's talked about selling NFTs from clips from the show. Kevin's yeah, talked about selling NFTs that are bootleg Monster Hunter films. <laughs> Hell yeah. What the the core problem is that Kevin is still thinking of selling NFTs of tangible goods. Okay. Oh right. Okay. Uh, what I'm encouraging people listening to this podcast to do is think about selling NFTs of intangibles. Okay. Right. So like Maybe a feeling. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like hope and an NFT circling back to, to my explanation of NFTs, which mm -hmm. I was going to get to in a second. Right. Sure. We're um, going to get there. Right. I, I NFTs are just understand this. Go NFTs, <laughs> NFTs are just a commodified receipt, right? An NFT is just blockchain saying that someone at some time made a transaction for this sure. thing that everyone else can already see and own. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh... So it is, it is just a receipt that has value. What is a blockchain? <laughs> See, there's so many layers of, of ignorance that I, is probably fortuitous to you. <laughs> uh, block, 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 blockchain is uh, basically it's just sort of a, a unique sequence of numbers and code that verifies that a transaction took place. So, so <laughs> just, how is it different from the, the concept of a receipt that already exists that I and, and then okay. <laughs> uh, Reed is bleeding from the eyes now. No, so the, 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 differ like, the difference, the difference here. You told me so many words. <laughs> right. The difference is <laughs> so you 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 know how receipts work, right? You go to CVS, mm -hmm. you buy your your saline solution every and day. You get you get you a third. Of, you bleeding. get a you get yes. a third of a phone book in exchange. Uh -huh. Along along with whatever whatever and else. And I read you get every your... single one of them because you know what I'm interested in what CVS has to say. Everybody okay, else complains that's, about it. So this this is this is an important point. You read every single receipt. Why? Yeah. Because that receipt has value to you. <laughs> An NFT is just a receipt that has value to you and other people. Ah. So an NFT is like if someone else wanted to read your CVS receipt and would pay for the privilege. Okay. Uh, and, and, and but you can't just you can't just print it on paper because do you know how many trees it takes to make one crypto? So I heard that uh, that's another putting thing. putting receipts putting receipts on paper is just such a waste compared to that. Uh, uh yeah, because that's the only thing that I heard about it, and I you know I I'm not like a total bleeding heart or hippie or nothing, but I did hear that sometimes those those can be slightly less uh you know uh, optimal for the environment. Is that is there any truth to that? 
uh, yeah, they are they are in fact terrible for the environment. Uh, I'm here to say, don't worry about that. That is the point. The uh, I believe <laughs> I believe what Reed is speaking to is the crypto mines that all those miners were suffocated in not too long ago. I don't know if we remember that they were mining for crypto deep into the Earth's crust, and they, and they were. They, I actually whole thought that I those, thought that was those, a real those story tragedies for a those tragedies were very unfortunate, but. Um, <laughs> Doc, Dr. Josh, uh, myself, and and my colleagues, oh we're my trying gosh. to en- we're trying to envision a, a future economy where uh, crypto no longer needs to be mined. Oh, intangible. In- exactly, it's intangible because the idea of an NFT is you bought a thing, and you buying that thing has its own value. So right. your transaction has value that other people will pay for. Um, so what I'm what I'm proposing, I actually have a, a new a new crypto dropping at the end of this month. It's Whoa. called me. It's called Metherium. 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 Uh, the idea is rather than uh, communally deciding that a thing has value, we each decide that our own thing has value, and so everybody everybody is their own source of money. So I, as a person, as this, I mean, this goes back to you addressing myself and Reed as assets earlier. We are, by our own nature, valued as currency because we are. You so you you already exist within the market system, <laughs> and the the labor that you provide can be exchanged for goods and services. Yeah. The reason everybody's mad right now is because the value of your labor is not equivalent to the value of goods and services that you want. Mm. That is the fundamental problem that everybody has. Mm. So what if everybody decides what their own value is and then the the market will allow people to, to trade based off of that? All right, but are we going to be doing this by weight and volume? Because I am, I'm only like a buck 30 of my heaviest. And so that's not fair. (laughs) <laughs> some people some people may think what I'm proposing sounds like communism, but it's actually not because the free market still decides if your actual worth is worth anything. Oh, so you can say that you're worth like a billion dollars and then there will be a system to to shut you down if you are not deemed you worthy? Can, you, can, you can say you're worth a billion dollars. Someone else still has to buy you for a billion dollars. Ah, yes. Because yes. again, it, it's free still market. NFTs. It's only the transaction that has the money. So oh, if I wanted uh... to try to sell myself to read, let's say. It my just darling, in a, my darling, I think you just invented slavery, which might not be <laughs> no reinvented slavery. <laughs> might not be the right route. There's laws against that here. I didn't. And I'm I didn't. Put, I'm I didn't go invent. The right, I didn't. I'm against I, didn't it. I didn't invent or re or reinvent slavery. What I what I invented is a way for people to monetize their own feelings and likes and dislikes. Okay. So like, let me, can you, are you good at, um, uh, let me ask you this, Dr. Josh, are you good at sussing out value based on somebody's um, like feelings? Like, like, let's say if I asked Reed to tell an emotional story, would you be able to value it at the end oh, of the stop story? Stop trying to make me, cry. I told you, <laughs> try me out here as your little token that, that sounds, brought that sounds you like out a, here. Do that sounds cry, like a very interesting cry. thing. Mm-mm. I I would I would love to do that. No, uh, it doesn't even have to be. <laughs> our 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 motto at Metherium is that uh, it's know, a business to, to, now. Our our motto our motto at, at Metherium is always uh, you know today's yuck is tomorrow's yum. You know someone somewhere will pay for the stuff that you hate about yourself. Oh, 
So like, like, if I got, okay, I can do that on my own time. Thank you. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great to have somebody pay you for that? Oh, I guess that is slavery. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what I what I what I'm describing could be construed as slavery. It could also just be it could also just be construed as a job. Oh, we sure. all have we all have one of those, right? Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, so like I said, treadmill capitalism. Okay, don't so get off. My vibe my vibe would determine my worth. I don't know, yeah, because I'm feeling pretty closed off to all of this, so I'm Wait, like, oh Vibe also- Bucks though. Vibe Bucks is a good that's a good episode title. If uh, if you <laughs> if you if you want to call your NFT Vibe Bucks, go for it. So, like, let's say, like, you were listening in earlier. You were in the green room. You heard me tell, uh, reveal a big emotional thing about how I felt when I was uh, spurned by a trans woman on Bumble. Would that be worth something? If someone would pay for it, oh, yes. Oh, wow. Big dismissal. <laughs> well, but if you're Ryan Murphy, you're absolutely buying that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there Ryan we- Murphy would love that. Exactly. That's that's what we're talking so you about. You take here, those vibe bucks right it, over at, there, and at the end, <laughs> at the end of the day, someone else's valuation of your own valuation is the economy. Okay. You just, you just repeat that enough times over. So let's say, like, what your evaluation of uh, the previous segment, where Reed and I were talking to each other, what would you would you value that as vibe bucks? Well, so where where do we set the the price floor of one vibe bucks? What's a vibe buck, Reed? What do we think? How much is one vibe buck worth? Oh, and before I'm, I'm, before I'm you answer that question, before you answer that question, me too. Before, trust me, I'm very confused. Before you answer that question on what is the value of one of your NFT, you have you have to really decide like who is this NFT for? Oh, right, because every every valuation has to have a, a market. Right. If, if it doesn't have a market, it it has no value. Right. That's true. Every, no, I've been finding that out on Patreon a lot lately. I get it. <laughs> I, but okay. So See, how do we no, even I, determine that to, value? To quote, to quote RoboCop or the RoboCop NFT that I watched last night. Wait, uh, I'd I'd buy that for a dollar. Hey, what RoboCop NFT did you watch? Just the movie? Just a RoboCop NFT. They're not unique. <laughs> Was it the, is whole, the whole film? Is it like a is it a GIF? What is it? Yeah, <laughs> is someone, it a GIF? Someone, Someone made an NFT of the entire film of RoboCop. This is what I'm talking it. about. It's insane. It's insane. Now, it's what's, ludicrous. What's really going to blow your mind is someone else can make another NFT of that same RoboCop movie and sell it for a different amount. So it sounds a lot like Neopets. Am I- Again, it's <laughs> it's commodified receipts. That's it, all we did. Is it okay. Neopets? <laughs> we took we took the we took the unique record that a transaction took place. And we charged money for it. Oh, oh, oh! Could we do this in action? Can you show us how to build one? Can we make one of the Neopets website, like the yes. entirety of Neopets? Make yes, that yes, into yes, an yes. NFT? Uh, yeah, I, be, I, think that I already, I already did it. Whoa! Oh, oh okay. my God! Already, this is Doctor Josh Reed. This is Doctor Josh. Just, He's on it. I just, I just did it. I just did it right now. Well, can you explain Thank it you, to technocrat. us? Thank you, technocrat. I love this. Thank you, technocrat. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, Mister Technocrat was my father. Just call I me Doctor Josh McMara. Your dad's name See, was Mister no, Technocrat. Very, I, I was, I was taking cheap shots. I'm so sorry. I think this is great. I want to take Neopets. Okay, now I've got my Neopets uh, form of a personal currency. Where am I taking this to? Because I feel like it's very hard. Like you don't see many like little placards, you know, over at Denny's. They're like, we take Dogecoin or whatever. They're they're not next to EBT. Like they're not like we take EBT and also Neopets. They don't say that. Uh, 
Where they're not where, they're not next to EBT yet. But oh, they will be. that's that's the idea. Fingers ultimately, crossed. ultimately, we're moving towards a, a form of market capitalism where the value of everything is decided on the fly. Oh, so we're people, just going people back like, to like a barter people like system, build, but with people with... like no, not not quite not quite barter. I'm talking about like an auction system. Basically, every transaction will be done at auction speed you can do the little voice if you want to it's very fun now doctor uh, doctor josh I i'm to... told i'm told that jeff bezos and bill gates both already do this anytime they go anywhere they do the auctioneer voice that sounds annoying <laughs> they do the auctioneer voice and everything it's a spectacle uh let's see 25 dollars for my ex-wife 25 dollars we're going once going twice going twice sold melinda gates to somebody else <laughs> wow that he can't sell her. That's not how divorce works. Oh, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. You don't just you go. You don't just pawn them off at like a like a like a flea market. You know. Uh, yeah, I whole... I may have reinvented slavery digitally, but I'm fairly <laughs> sure you can't sell your wife. Yeah. This is still America. Oh my this God. is still America. You can't sell your wife. Just your your feelings. Now, Doctor Josh, just, I have just to the ask. sadness you get from your marriage crumbling. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I was gonna ask. Is would Bill Gates, let's say in in a hypothetical situation, would Bill Gates' tweet about why he's getting divorced or his press release about it, would that count as a, a, a non fungible currency? Absolutely, could be. Wow. I know, I know, I know. There are you know there are some guys who just have you know automated bots that make NFTs of every tweet as it's as it's happening live. See, and that seems insane. <laughs> All of it. It generates an insane amount of money and heat. Yeah. As long as it's got heat, that's mostly what I'm concerned with. Yeah, do oh, you, I think do you know how physical, fast physical heat, it, not like physical physical heat from the processing cores. Yes. Oh, oh, so we got to get some we got to get some coolant in these motherfuckers, is what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, they pump they pump the nitrogen in basically as fast as the laborers can do it. So, you do you think this is truly the future of America and the world? This is how it's going to be. We're not going to have cold hard cash anymore. It's just going to be like non fungible concepts. Mm-hmm. Non-fungible tokens. And let me let me talk let me talk to you about this. Yeah, we'll, talk to we'll me get, about it. Let me let me talk to you about this. NFTs aren't just for money, right? You're gonna you're gonna have an NFT for when you die. You're gonna have an NFT for your mortgage, what? for marriage licenses. You'll have an NFT uh, just for for fines and punishments. You know, for for breaking the law. There will be a separate NFT for your arrest record. Uh, I knew this would all come back to the funeral and industrial complex. Are you know what I mean? <laughs> I, oh, it's getting there. Oh man, they they make you get the the funeral home. They make you get the casket. They make you decide if you're gonna cremate or not. And it's they, not about rehabilitating corpses at all. It's just a profit maker. I I bet this all comes back to the funeral home people. All of this crypto <laughs> shit. That's why it's called crypto. It's spooky. Yeah, yeah. It's the tales from the crypto over here. So you're saying when I die, that is going to have to have some sort of currency that can be exchanged on some sort of market somewhere in the afterlife. I, I don't know necessarily that it'll be a currency, but your your will will probably have to be verified through blockchain to to be considered unique and binding. Well, and Reed could be an and asset. Then, and then your 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 heir your heir or heirs could in fact sell that for for other non fungible assets. It's gonna say it again because I got a big head shake from Reed on that. I just want to make sure everyone heard. <laughs> you could be an asset casket. 
Can you hear the shaking this time of my head? Is that what you were trying to get? Yeah, I wanted to get the foley. I wanted to get my foley artist to come in and smash some bags together. Yeah, these are these are some pretty good puns. Dr. Josh is looking forward to to seeing how these sell on the dark web. Do you think my do you think like okay, here's here's something that's what I was that's what I was scared of. That's where I knew we were going. Oh my god. Dr. Josh, I had this pun that I wrote uh, last night uh, in in a fugue state of alcoholism where I said do you remember when we let the devil play the Incredible Hulk under the stage name Lucifer Rigno? Now, <laughs> would that be an asset? Do you think? Like, is well, that an NFT? I, I, I think I think I did my research on this show. I think you did tweet that. I did. Uh, I did. And I earlier, Facebooked it earlier, too. earlier today. I crossed so, the devil. It. That's, I think I think such... that already has been valued by the market. Yes. Reed is so disgusting. Yeah, if it's and because it's based on personal valuation, Reed's value of that would be what less than a penny. Well, did did Reed like the tweet? I, I don't think oh, so. I absolutely, I didn't like it as it was told me just now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a it's a there you it's go. a beautiful that... terrible pun. As far as as bad puns go, that's like a masterpiece. Darling. That's the thing. That's the thing. And so there's a market for Lucifer it, so it could be a currency. Oh. Yeah, right. Low value. As, as I've said, <laughs> as I said, absolutely anything and everyone is a good or service. Just waiting to happen. Well, that, that's that's the part where, like, so, okay, now I'm going to be real with you right now, Dr. Josh, and Reed, maybe you agree with me on this. Yeah. When I start talking about these NFTs and this crypto and everything, my whole world starts to fall apart because I start thinking about the concept of money and how it's fake and how we let people die to support an economy that's based on a lie because money's not real. It's a thing we invented. And if people are just making up stuff on the internet, then who gives a shit about any of it? Is this going to help that or is it going to further that? Existential terror tends to be a, uh, a downer on the most part. It tends to not be less helpful in my experience, but unavoidable sometimes. Sometimes you're just in that state. That's where you are as a person. Uh, so as a value judgment on, on you and what you're going through. So you would value I mean, that I mean, non-tangible currency there? Uh I would value yeah. it as a cry for help, maybe. Okay, <laughs> like but that's but thing. that's a process, but that's that's here's, something. Here's 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 the thing. I'll I'll get I'll get to the point about money not being real in a second. <laughs> Thank before, God. But bef- but before I do, um I do I do just want to say, you know, some of the some of the circles I run in, some of the, the conferences I've been invited to, uh, you know, guys guys like Gary V and Peter Thiel, they eat up existential bread for lunch. It's like Ooh. their favorite drug. Oh, Reed, they we could be millionaires. They, they can't oh, cool. buy enough of it. Okay. Oh, Look, I'm very they, sad. Get me in there, honey. <laughs> every everybody everybody has you know that that feeling when you go to bed at night that you haven't done enough and you will die one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Reed. I didn't know this was gonna be like this. <laughs> I was promised a comedy podcast. What's going on? <laughs> Look, look, this this moment right here, we're creating value. You can you can go sell this in Silicon Valley. Like I the second so. we finish recording. <coughs> <coughs> as you actually as you actually heave on camera. Oh, if, if Kevin if Kevin actually dies on this podcast, oh, this big, will blow up. That's big what I'm NFT ch- opportunity. This yeah. NFT drop will be huge. An actual expiration of NFT drop mind. dead. Oh gorgeous. And then who comes in? The funeral people. I'm telling you. Big <laughs> funeral. It's big it's big funeral. They're behind all big, of this. Big caskets got their fingers big, in every big pie. Casket. <laughs> you know, I love it when you call me big casket. Anyway. Oh, goodness gracious. 
This episode might be called Big Casket. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> now, before we go to plugs here, Dr. Josh, what's the future like in your estimation? Like, what are we headed towards? Like, we know about this stuff. What do you, what do you, do you have any tips for going into the future? Because obviously right, this is the new way. Oh, no. Dogecoin's up and everything's changing. What do Doge, you suggest Doge, that Doge people coins, do? Dogecoin's hitting the moon. Like I said, you've got to decide where your value comes from and commodify it today. Okay. That's the whole idea. You can call your own NFT whatever you want. Meeblo, Weeblix. Probably going to be one of those two. I'm not calling it Weeblo. Spork and Beans. Spork Spork and Beans. All of those those cryptos just got created as I said. Spork and Beans, a a weird get, get, Get your own. Get your own names. Spork but. and Beans is Weird Al's Weezer cover crypto, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to that whole thing last night. It's that a great whole NFT. thing. <laughs> um, and so we all the, the takeaway here is to fi- find out what your value is and then find the people that value it as well so you can use it as a form of currency or a, for, or a way of being, really. Because you can't just put it out there because, like, your intangibles are valuable to some, but not to everybody, right? I think that's a pretty good, healthy way to go about it. You know, it's a, it's a way to build self-esteem. You know, I mean, you you have to you have to you have to do all this from from the the estimation that you know, every 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 scientist that believes in global warming agrees that like we're running out of time on this planet. Yeah. Um, so all the scientists except Trump's friend. <laughs> Oh, we all got one. Sci- we got a political joke in there. Yeah. All, all, the, all the scientists that agree on, on climate agree that, you know, this planet is, is running out of time. So what what we in the crypto biz are trying to do is just get there faster. Sure. It's just easier no, for everybody. You're, you're, and we you're can, whipping out that fiddle. You're like, let's do it, honey. <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can, you know, we can bring value to yeah. people faster by hastening the end. Yeah, no. Let, of this planet, tor- torch it up. You know, we we will find we'll find new new markets eventually, right? On Mars, is that that's where you all are headed once once you burn up this planet? I mean, <laughs> some some NFTs. some people are going to Mars. Some people are just going orbital. Um, there's yeah. there's a, a sub faction that wants to just go quantum. Oh, they're trying to Ant Man it. What? <laughs> they're Ant Manning it. They're trying to go below. They're trying to go quantum and exist within the realm within the realms. Not even, not even in a realm within a realm. I'm just talking about like simultaneously existing and not existing. And who's to say? <laughs> All right, that sounds like some rich people stuff. I've never heard of that. I don't do that. I, I have no. Well, it's also a trans person thing too, right? I don't think your value's there yet, Reed. No, no. As a trans person, I probably would not have access to, to, to being able to have the agency over my body at all. So, of course not. Well, course okay. Not. I'm curious though, Dr. Josh. Uh, You've talked to us long enough. What do you think uh, myself and Reed's uh, intrinsic, non-tangible value would be? Like, what do you think we should work towards marketing? Like, if Which you've gotten a read on us. Which one of us is worth more? Is the yeah, that's line. basically it's a competition. If Who's he, better? If he has a, has a sense of value... Is, and, I'm, and I keep saying, I'll get on a scale with you. I'll see which one of us is heavier. But I think I have a smaller one. And if it's by that, then it's, it's it's not a fair contest. Yeah, we can't uh, do weight. We've thrown weight out. So, like, who's you, better on a, a crypto level? <laughs> you know, you know that's a great question. And I want to get to that in just a second. Uh-huh. But first, but first, I want to ask you both this question. Sure. You've asked so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to close called, my eyes again? Because I'm, I'm It's good. called the Socratic method, Reed. Have you heard of it? Uh, like I've heard of him. Yeah, so- Socrates. All right. That wasn't the question I wanted to ask. The question right. I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I wish your question was just, have you heard of it? 
the question the question dr josh poses to you both is this which of you feels like you've learned more from our time here well I, which, I'm which of you Socratic which of you method, feels so <laughs> and i already knew you, what that was so i might be winning i don't know <laughs> you know which of you which of you feels more ready to execute on bringing value to yourself i uh, absolutely do not what <laughs> uh, when you uh, said execute i was like who am i executing but uh see, i like it kevin's see kevin's a shark no he's <laughs> about shark. that gloomy doom shit too much became too much of shark then now it's street sharks he's gonna be going out there and killing people oh that's yeah on rollerblades <laughs> and maybe maybe that's how he brings value yeah if, uh, if i have fever dreams about street sharks that is somebody's value somewhere sure now you got to figure out a way to transcribe those fever dreams into scripts and sell them Oh my oh, god, what if this will, is people will buy that kind of stuff? Read. Kinky. Yeah. This is the movie. This is the script that we need to write. It's not it's not Ernest Goes to Conversion Camp. It's my, <laughs> it's my Street Sharks Fever Dream uh short 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 film. Oh my goodness. I, I yeah, can we clip I remember, that? I I had like clip a... it. good. Good. All right, cool. I just made an NFT of the moment Kevin realized this is the script they need to do. <laughs> oh, no. No one's going to buy that script or the NFT of that script. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Taiwanese market opens in four minutes. Oh, geez. So they open at 9, 9.29? <laughs> Don't you know anything about business? <laughs> uh, well, I know that I'm a bit of a business shark, apparently, now. But we've got a script to write. We've got an episode to drop. Obviously, this is coming out. On Friday, May 7th, what do we want to promote? I'm starting here to my left on the Zoom screen. Reed Bryce, what's going on? Where can people find you? Should they? Should you wish to be found? What do you want to promote? Let them know. Oh, yeah. Well, you were kind enough to talk about library hours and a new episode will be dropping on uh, May May 8th, so uh, Saturday the next day. Uh, you can listen to that. It's uh, with uh, the, the poet uh, uh, Muriel the uh, Young, and we're talking about... Uh, uh, feminist horror uh, science fiction uh, novels and her new book of poetry which is uh, very exciting and then uh, if you want if you want to find me on social media I'm at that Reed Bryce couldn't be easier folks Dr. Josh obviously we've got a lot of uh, thinking to do about our current worth but is there anything specific you want to promote any Los Angeles based comedians you want to promote anything at all now is your time Dr. Dr. Josh has uh, several things that he'd, he'd like to, to promote. Uh, but before we get to that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Mm, I, do you have a question? question? Oh, God. <laughs> no, no questions. Uh, Dr. Josh would just like to wish uh, everyone out there a happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank Which is you. an NFT in its own right. I just clipped you wishing people a happy Mother's Day out. And I'm going to try to sell it later. Good, 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 good. This I'm is learning, good. You're I'm a shark. Learning. You're a shark. You're great. A shark. Uh, so again, I've been Dr. Josh Mukhmera. <laughs> yes. Uh Metherium is coming out in an unspecified date in the future. Uh, make sure you get on that. Um, as as for what did you say, Los Angeles based comedian? Yeah, I don't know. People? Just a shot in the dark. I thought you might know somebody you'd want to promote. Um, we just had to let this guy go. Uh, his oh, no. name is Ian Ager. Oh uh, yeah, no, he has been sad lately. He's yeah. He's look. We got a ton of value out of that on we. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. He's he's been sort of casting about, looking looking for jobs and what casting uh, about. But he's he's a writer. You can find some examples of his work on social media. He doesn't have any NFTs, which is again, he's just a person that swims. Had to had to let him out the door for that. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Swimmers. He's just a person no, that swims. 
but uh, you can find his socials. He's at Ian Ager on all of the things. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Um, that's just I-A-N-A-G-E-R for socials. Um, he also had an article from, for Widget uh, back in, I think, at either the tail end of March or early April. You can go ahead and find that. Just look up Widget, and he's there. It's the... <laughs> It's the magazine for fart jokes and anti-capitalism. So again, big big reason why we had to let him go. Uh, yeah, no, oh, sure, no, sure. It doesn't seem like he'd be on the same uh, wavelength at all. Not at all. <laughs> he he was not a good fit for our culture. No, certainly not. No, he is. Not at all. He, and what, from what I know about this guy, and I've worked with this guy several times before, from what I understand about him is he wants to burn it all down and meet the rich. Which is scary. Yeah, he kept he kept going on about sauces. <laughs> like, what that's, sauce that's do the, you eat the rich with? That's the part that scared me is that oh, like, you like, know, oh, some people, yeah, some people, some people say eat the rich, but like this guy had a plan. It was, <laughs> it was a little, it was a little haunting, a but I, I sold, I sold that fear as an NFT and on we in cannibalism, but not capitalism on we in cannibalism. As for me, everybody, of course, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash bleak and review to get bonus episodes of all the bleak and review content. We've got a new episode of fun hinge that dropped earlier this week in which Hollis black and myself talk about season one of invincible. Very good show worth your time. And we also dunk on Danzig in that episode a lot. It's great. Cause fuck Danzig. Uh, other than that at KB Anderson, yo, and all the things, uh, my, uh, K dog watches X-Men, uh, reviews will be coming back very shortly. The first class review is almost finished, so it'll probably be up by the time this episode comes out. And, uh, you know, just go out there and monetize feelings. You know, that's what I want to I want to get away. I wanna, that's my main takeaway is make everything you experience in life as a creature stuck on this that wasn't asked to be born and now is afraid to die. Make every moment a commodity is what I want to say. And I think we happy all agree. Mother, happy Mother's Day. And Happy Little, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Reed Bryce, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I've, le I've learned a lot. I hope to get rich. Thank you. We're all going to get rich. And Dr. Josh, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you make me rich at some point, whether I'm a currency or a person making money. Either way, as long as someone's getting rich, I'll be happy. Farewell, human assets. <laughs> Until next week, everybody. Bleak and Reviews signing off. We'll see you on Friday. Bye.